Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back, ladies. We are so glad to hear have you here this morning on Girl Water Your Grass. Today, we have an amazing episode up for you. We are going to talk about shoulds and how shoulds lead to shame. And we are going to encourage all of you to quit shooting yourself. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, quit shooting yourself all day long, every day, because the number of times that we hear people say that, and the number of times we have said that, uh, it's, it's pretty astronomical and it puts you in a headspace and heart space that is not life-giving, that does not aid in watering your grass and that does not give you the capacity to give in generosity. It's so true. So we're going to dive right in. We have three main points for you here today to to bring it home and apply it to your life. The first thing is when we do something out of should, when we think we should do something, it actually leads us to acting out of a place of resentment. Mm -hmm. So we're going to speak into that and kind of give you a couple of examples. But when, when you do it, because you should, it's not genuine and it's not coming from a place of, of love. And it's not coming from a place of authentic desire. And so really digging into that and finding, you know, we want to make sure we're not being selfish. And there is a difference between um, being selfish and then just realizing what our capacity is and what it is not. I think so, it's important in, in, in that space too, because kind of how, how you said you want to look at the motive behind it, right? Is, is this, am I choosing to say yes to this uh, because I feel like I should, or am I entering into this with a freedom? Now, sometimes we're going to do things that we don't necessarily have the desire to do. That is true. Sometimes, you know, as a mom, I'm sure there's times where you don't feel like you getting up early to feed the kids or whatever, but you do that because that's part of what you do as a mom, you know, and right. to play that vocation well. And so I think differentiating, there are things that we know that are part of, um, what our calling is, right? To pour out in generosity, to pour out in love. But in order, there is a freedom aspect that has to be present for love to be present, right? So if I'm just doing this because I should, I should, I should, I should, well, and then that leads into this resent place of resentment. Suddenly I'm not showing up to any part of life well because I'm exhausted. You know, I've just shitted all over myself and everybody else around me because I, I'm getting out of this space of complete depletion. And then I'm not doing the things, my yeses aren't full yeses. And, and along the way, when we're doing things out of resentment and not doing them well, we leave a whole lot of collateral damage that we have to go back and pick up the pieces to, right? So if I'm just 
slamming things around, making lunch for my kids because I should, instead of out of a place of love. And this is my vocation. No one is happy. It, mm-hmm. it leaves collateral damage that I have to go back and pick up later and is, is not a good thing. Right. So let's, how talk- would you say on that? Cause I think that's such a good point. How have you personally stepped into that to get out, even just getting out of that should mindset to be able to make food again, using that as like a funny example, but using that as an example, how do you switch that space in your head and heart space to make dinner for your children or make lunch or whatever it is, right? It rather out of obligation, instead of obligation out of a place of love, what is an internal switch that you have been able to do for that? You know, I think, and Maria has helped me so much with this over the past Oh, over a year now. So, um, but really I think for me personally, and I think a lot of moms can relate to this. Mm-hmm. I sort of lived out of the space of what I thought my agenda of what a good mom was. So I should want to be with my kids all the time and I should do everything for them in order to be a good mom. And I think we have agendas and mm-hmm. that's a whole other podcast, but agendas for people in our life about, you know, Will should be home from work at 5.30 because I've been with the kids all day. And all these shoulds actually lead us to this place of resentment, right? Mm-hmm. So realizing that I had this narrative of what I should be to be a good mom actually led me to this place of resentment because deep in my heart's call mm-hmm. was this desire to work with women, which is a call that I could not ever burn out because yeah. God put that call on my heart. Yeah. And so really, as I learned to get out of what I should do to be a good mom and step into those desires and, and what the father has for me, it's made me a better mom. It's made my, my kids better. And what I should do, what I thought meant being a good mom, it's different for all of us. Mm-hmm. And we can't have this. There's no book written about who's the best mom and how, how motherhood should be done. And there's no book written on, you can't write a book for anyone else on their call because we all have our own unique call and purpose here. Right. Mm-hmm. So as I've moved out of that, should it has brought me to this place of freedom of stepping into my call and being able to serve my family out of love. Mm. And I want to make their lunches and I want to get up and serve them because I have such peace and joy in my day that I'm fulfilling God's call on multiple levels, on multiple levels. And it's not, you know, one of my big scripts I'm going to talk about a lot on here is I think so much we live life out of a space that it's either or. Yeah. That often holds us back to God wants it all for you. It's a both and and, and, and it's amazing. If your call is motherhood and that fulfills you, that's amazing. I'm not here to say it's not, but for me, I had Mm -hmm. this agenda that was building resentment and my family could feel it. And I think I was serving them fine, but not to the level that I am today and hope to continue to grow and, and do better at every bit of my call. I love that. That resentment piece, I think is just a big thing to be aware of, you know, and you've seen it come to fruition in my life. I mean, you've witnessed everything. I mean, you've talked about working for women forever, you know, that's been about speaking about, you know, just making a difference in those areas, not because you don't love what you're doing as a wife and mom, but there's a recognition of it's a both and, and it has made such a difference in the way that you show up and the way that there's so much, I mean, I've witnessed so much more joy <laughs> and you're always a joyful person, but just coming from a place definitely of so much more freedom and joy and uh, fulfillment. And I think at the heart of every human is that, that desire for true freedom, right? We want to be free. We don't want to feel trapped. Yes. And if you're in that space of feeling trapped in your singlehood or trapped in your motherhood, mm-hmm. I would encourage you to really dig into what is trapping you yeah. and really start to think about why am I trapped and how can I break free? 
because mm-hmm. God wants you to, he gives yeah. us the gift of free will and he wants us to be free. Right. Yeah. So Maria, talk to us a little bit about, um, I think sometimes we as married persons feel like, Oh, you have all this freedom. Oh, Maria, can you watch my kids while I, um, I have something to do today. I need to, I'm moving. I need right. to get a moving truck and have all these things to do. Can you watch my kids today on a Saturday? You have a Saturday. You don't have anything to do. Right. Talk to me a little bit about that example and how living out of shoulds really do hold you back. So it, it, you know, I love how it doesn't matter whether we are married, whether we're single, whether someone is, uh, you know, no matter where we are in our state in life, there are a cause for every part of it. There are things that we are called to do uh, to bring our contribution, you know, our God-given mission to the world, you know, in, in different seasons, it looks differently, right? And so if I know what my mission is during this season, you know, before I'm married, before I have a family, like if I, if I am not being intentional with my yeses and I'm just saying yes to everything because I feel like I should, I'm going to do a really poor job at that. So, you know, friend calls and says, Hey, Maria, can you take take care of my kids today? And and not that I, I love, (laughs) love, love, love getting to take care of people's children so much, but if maybe, you know, if, if I had planned, okay, I know that I really need this Saturday to actually just refill a little bit because I was pouring out so much during my week, then what ends up happening is suddenly I'm operating from a space of resentment. So then maybe I'm not showing up to in the way that I would take care of the children, or maybe I'm not showing up to even the rest of, you know, my weekend, I'm, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so stressed out because I'm, um, which is a terrible word to use, right? We don't want bad word to use lady. <laughs> exactly. Cause like you can't, there's not enough time. Can't catch up all those, that whole mentality puts you in a bad headspace and heart space. Right. And so if, if I'm operating at that all going back, because I thought, well, I should do this instead of actually recognizing, well, I don't have it in my wheelhouse this weekend. I could totally do it on Monday at such and such time, or I could do it. Then it, 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 we can think that, well, I just, I should, I should, I should, so I need to do that. And in doing, and in saying yes to that, I'm also saying no to something else. And I think it's important to know that every yes is a no to something else. And every no is a yes to something else. And, and sometimes we say yes to the good, but in doing that, we're saying no to the great and knowing what are our yes. Scripture says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And I think it's so important to know what is my yes for this season or this day or this week. Cause there are times that, yeah, you're going to say yes to someone to help with things. Maybe when you are a little bit tired, when it is stretching, because it's not bad that our yes is stretch us, but am I able to fully, um, to give that yes in a complete freedom, which ties in with love versus just saying yes to everything because I feel like I should, because I'm in people pleasing mode, uh, any of those to really start to get to the heart and examine why am I saying yes to this when I know in my heart, I actually, this weekend, I can't do that. I need to say no so that I can fulfill my obligation that God given call for this week, you know? And I think that's, that's one of the spaces to really look into. And what we really do want to speak to, this does not mean you do you, you go do whatever you want all the time. (laughs) That's not what we're saying here. Um, And it's not to totally, like we're saying, it's not to 
live out of space of selfishness, but it's to realize your capacity and to really have that heart switch and the recognition on what can I do and do well? And how can I come from a place of pouring out and not depleting ourselves, which so often we're living out of that place of depletion. So it is, it is absolutely not for selfishness. We are made for generosity. Mm -hmm. We are made to pour out on people and to pour out our life. Right. But oftentimes I think we pour out to people that when we pour out on others, and like you said, when we say yes to something, we say no to something greater. And I know in my life, a lot of times I have found myself pouring out into others and saying no to, I put will last. And that's something you all have really challenged me to think about it. When we say yes, and it comes to the expense of your family, Mm -hmm. I really have to think about that. And it really is an act of humility whenever we say, you know, I just can't right now because we want to be loved and liked and we want to please and um, be this perfect person, which we're all, um, none of us are ever going to be perfect. But actually, if you look at the translation of perfect, be perfect, your heavenly father is perfect. It is that we are to be whole and complete, mm-hmm. not flawless. So our English translation of flawless, that's a total side note, but it's completely messed up. We right. are called to become whole and complete, yeah. which is what we do in our work with women at the women's school is we right. guide you into the integrated life and being whole, but it really is an act of humility to say, I can't do it all. And I can't be everything to everyone. Yeah. And I'm called right now to serve mm-hmm. God first, then my husband and then my children. And, and I think, you know, really as a mother, a lot of times we say yes to our kids and yes, the squeaky wheel gets the grease and the kids are going to get more attention. Mm-hmm. But I challenge all of you married women out there with children to really intentionally think about your husband and your marriage, because it's really easy to see where we'll be married 16 years this year and have six kids, how you can wake up and not know your spouse because you've gotten lost in taking care of the children. Mm-hmm. So when we say yes to our children, a lot of times we put our husbands on the back burner. So it really is living life intentionally and intentionally choosing what we say yes to and mm-hmm. what we say not right now because I'm at capacity. So having that heart switch and the recognition to what can I do and what mm-hmm. can I do well? Yeah. Making our yes mean yes out of love, mm-hmm. but love requires that freedom. True love requires freedom. Yeah. And I think that to me is, is one of the most important things is the recognition that in order to say yes, to do what we say we're going to do and to do it well, that freedom to choose has to be there. You know, that ties so deeply in with love and we're called to love and everything that we think and do and say, you know, part of that, uh, that brings joy and that makes a difference in the world, you know, and um, it's, it's, it's what we're made for, you know, we're made from love for love and to love. And so being able to operate out of that space and out of the humility of the reality is I can't do everything for everyone all the time. That's, that's not in my capacity. That's not in my wheelhouse. It doesn't matter whether I am single, whether I am married, whether I have children, whether I don't have children, the reality is, you know, our cause not to be all the things for everyone all the time. And that's not a bad thing that that's not. And so being able to step into your yeses with intentionality, with freedom, and also to be able to, to say no in a kind and gentle way, or maybe it's a not yet, you know, maybe it's, it doesn't have to always be a no. Um, sometimes it's just that, that not, um, not yet. It's, you know, free, freedom is really giving us the ability to choose what we ought to and what is right. And so, you know, we want to make sure that we aren't, 
when we think of the freedom to choose, and I think this is so important. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know, choice means that I can choose whatever I want. But the reality is that the freedom to choose is really the freedom to choose the good. You know, like that's what we are created for. That's what we are made for. And so it's not about, well, I'm free, so I can just choose to be selfish and I can choose to do this or that. Or, you know, I mean, we can. However, if we are really operating out of what we are created for and how we will thrive the most, then it's the freedom to choose what we ought, which is the good. You know, what is the good? What is the true? What is the beautiful? That's so good. And, you know, in our culture today, I think that can get very muddied. Um, And so we really want to bring clarity to that, that Mm -hmm. we are created by love for love and to pour out love. And Mm -hmm. so God is love and everything we do, we can't be everything to everybody should point to him and should point to, um, to love. And so if you take every choice we make, is it out of love? Is it for love? And is it for the ultimate good? We always want to seek truth, goodness, and beauty. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we want to talk, um, pour out on all of you all here in this podcast yeah. is watering your grass where you are, pouring out truth, goodness, and beauty, and taking everything back to the ultimate creator who is love. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our last point here and then we'll wrap up, but should really lead to shame. Yeah. So talk just a little bit, you know, we've had some great discussions on this, but yeah. where shame says I am bad, yeah. it becomes an identity belief. Right. And so when you say I should want to be around my kids all day long, or I should go help my friend watch her kids while she moves, then you feel ashamed when you don't do it yeah. as opposed to shame and guilt are two very different things. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I think that differentiation is really important because shame, shame is, is an identity, you know, and and it's interesting sometimes when we, when we experience shame, shame also makes us usually pretty selfish. We go inward, right? We have a tendency to shut off, shut down. Whereas when we feel guilt for things, it's more, okay, what I did was bad, right? We are good because God said we are good from the beginning in Genesis, you know, when he created male and female, okay, it is very good. Right. And so that shame piece is not something that we want to be hanging out in our life because that becomes, uh, it becomes that identity of like, well, I am bad. That's against, it's, it's really, it's, it's against who we are, what we're, what we're made for. It's, it's, um, to me, that's, that's even a heartbreaking thing to say to the father who created us with such goodness in mind, you know, and, um, and so pulling, I like to tell my, when I'm working with my clients, I like to say, let's, let's pull open what's underneath that shame. You know, what is under there? Is there fear underneath there? Is there hurt? Is there pain? You know, is it fear that I'm not going to be loved if I don't do everything for everyone all the time, whenever they need it, right? Because our worth does not come from what we do. Our mm-hmm. worth is objective. It's not subjective. And so many of us, even those of us who had beautiful families, there's some level of having to please, produce, perform, pretend, you know, some level of uh, feeling it, we had to be doing, doing versus who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our being is worthy of, of love and acceptance and acknowledgement and appreciation, you know? And so I think it's important to differentiate that and to realize if you do not have it in your wheelhouse this week to help your friend with this or to, 
um, you know, whatever those things that you're feeling, like, oh, I should do this for the church and I should do this for business. I should do if, if, if that is at this space of where you, there's a lack of, um, you just don't have any of your capacity, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. the humility is in recognizing, okay, I can't do that this week, but maybe I know someone who could help you. Mm -hmm. And so there's other ways to be able to, if it is something that we're feeling, okay, I should do, I should do this, but I know that realistically, I don't have the capacity for it. Okay. Then let's get strategic, right? Who could help this person today, even though you, you can't do that this weekend, you know, okay. Who could, um, maybe you told your husband, like, Hey, we're going to have date night tomorrow night, but then your friend calls and really wants help with something. And you want to say yes to her because you feel like, well, I need to do that. So that she'll, so that she'll like me or love me. And I know my husband will totally always love me. Well, you're saying yes to a good rather than yes to the great of going to do it with your husband so you can work on your marriage, which needs to be forefront, you know? Mm -hmm. so I think and I think there's, you know, there's, there really is a difference between shame and guilt. It's a good thing when we feel guilt, when we have done wrong, that's a good thing because yeah. that is where our conscious is, right? And I'm about to say, we should, <laughs> we, we should feel guilt. No, no, no. Push it in yourself. It's a good thing. Yeah. We feel guilt, but what the guilt is, it's an action belief. Mm -hmm. What I did was bad. Yeah. And when we have shame, Maria was speaking to the, it's an identity belief. We say mm -hmm. I am bad. So there's a difference when you say I am bad and what I did was bad mm -hmm. because God created us good and we are not, we are only good. We are not bad. So we really want you to think about this week as you go out to become aware of when you say should, right? That's a really like, I should cook a yeah. nice dinner for my family tonight, but I don't have time. So <laughs> peanut butter and jelly is going to have to do. And tomorrow maybe we'll do better. Right. I mean, it's okay. What are you making it mean about you? Yeah. Right. You know, so, the thing on that too, I think is I like to switch when, when I'm in a headspace of oh man, I should do this, but it is something that I legit know that I need to do is even switching that vocabulary in my mind. I get to do this. Mm. I get to pour out in this way. I get, and to also know there's times where we need to just switch that I should to, I get to mm -hmm. do It's a gift. Yes. And to be aware of that, you know, am I, am I saying no, <clears throat> because I, um, and, and just being selfish today <laughs> or, and so I need to switch, switch my head space and heart space with that. And I need to, okay, I get to do this and I need to see, find it. Let me look for the gift in it. Or is this a moment where I need to say, I am so sorry. I can't help today, but I could do it next week. I love that Maria, especially in regards to serving your children. Like they are a gift and that's such a great, great thing for us as moms to think about is. I get to cook for my family and I get to do this. So, oh, so good. So good. So let's tell our listeners, how are we going to encourage them to water their grass this week? So I think a good exercise is to maybe you have a little in your notes section is pay attention to how many times you say, actually check that. I have a better idea. <laughs> Put a rubber band around your wrist. Mm -hmm. And every time you find yourself thinking I should, or saying I should switch it over to the other wrist. And you want to see how many times you can just keep it on the one wrist and it stays on there the entire time. I have some friends who they'll even like snap it every time they do. This. 
<laughs> I know, but making yourself aware. Cause I think a lot of times, again, girl, water your grass is all about intentionality, about living a life by design rather than default. And underlining that, it means that our yeses are yes and our noes are noes because we know this is why I'm here. This is what I'm created for. This is my mission and my call in this season so that I can give a full free yes with love and generosity and the capacity for that and relying on absolutely the grace of God to do that. You know, it's always that both and we work in cooperation with him and um, being, and so watering your grass by paying attention to the shoulds and seeing which of those do I need to turn into I get to do this and which of those do I just need to erase that out of my vocabulary and which, and say, you know, thank you, but I am so sorry. I can't help with that this week. So good. So good. So we're encouraging you this week to quit shitting yourself and to become aware of when you are using that terminology in your language. So like subscribe, <laughs> download, share, leave awesome. us a review and please help us spread the mission. We can't do it al alone. And we are so grateful for you spreading this mission in order for us to help all human souls water their own grass. Good Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week. Bye.